For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Last Tuesday's final games of the NBA Summer League punctuated a July and August that saw the finals, a draft, free agency, and an Olympic gold medal for Team USA. In less than two months, the Milwaukee Bucks will begin defense of their title against the Brooklyn Nets on opening night, Tuesday, October 19th, followed by a battle of former champs, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. It's a TNT doubleheader to tip off the NBA's 75th anniversary season. It's a fitting start to a milestone year following the Bucks' first championship in 50 years. Last Thursday on WFAN's Carton and Roberts, Milwaukee's magical season still moved NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, who noted market size doesn't mean as much as winning with the mobile viewing habits of fans and players today. I thought Milwaukee winning the title outside of not being the Knicks was great for your sport, and great for your sport because it wasn't a quote-unquote super team. I just wonder overall how you feel about guys in the league kind of you know, getting together saying all, right, all three of us are going to go here and build this super team to win a title. Uh, do you think that's ultimately long-term good for the sport, or you'd not like it? I'm not crazy about it. I mean, first, just to your point a minute ago about the Bucks, um, um, I thought that was amazing. It was awesome. You know, for the league, and I thought, you know, the fact that Giannis chose to stay in Milwaukee, I think it's a point that I've been making for years that in a global league where people – take out their phones and, you know, regardless of where they are on the planet, can now watch the NBA, that the difference in market size between, let's say, Milwaukee and Chicago is almost irrelevant now to these players. They want to be where they can win. In terms of players coming together, it, you know, number one, I, I don't think we're ever going to have a rule where players can't talk to each other. That's always going to be the right. case. You know, and I think there are improvements we can make to the system. Uh, you know, it's something as we get, go back into a collective bargaining cycle with the players. And, I don't necessarily think it has to be as adversarial as some people think because 450 players in the league all want to win championships. And while they want the ability to become free agents and then go to a team of their choice, they also have an interest in parity around the league and ensuring that the top players are distributed in a fair way. And so you're going to find that right balance where when teams are built through the draft and, you know, Smart basketball people are making decisions and putting good combinations of players together. You want that to be rewarded. But I, I think whether it's the players coming together themselves or you know smart GMs bringing them together, right. you don't want to see too much talent aggregated in one place. With free agency and trades finding marquee players in new places and new faces from the draft squaring off for the first time as pros, NBA TV's Matt Weiner shares some highlights from the upcoming schedule including the league's traditional games on Martin Luther King Jr. Day in January. The most significant change to the schedule, of course, 82 games, just like usual. Let's jump into it. Among the highlights of the upcoming season, the NBA Finals rematches between the Suns and the Bucks. That happened Thursday, February 10th in Phoenix, first and foremost. 
where the Bucs are sure to receive a warm reception. Nets and the Bucs get things started on opening day. Still celebrating in Milwaukee. The MLK holiday is always a huge day on the calendar with a game in Dr. Kirk King's birth and resting place, Atlanta, where the Hawks play the champion Bucks. Memphis always hosts an MLK holiday game as well. This time around, they'll get a look at Lonzo Ball and his new threads as a member of the Chicago Bulls as they take on the talented young Grizzlies. 3.30 Eastern time on TNT. That's Monday, January 17th. The top two picks in the draft, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green, will meet twice. The first happens November 10th in Houston. You'll see the Pistons and Rockets at 7.30 Eastern time on ESPN, both among the stars in Las Vegas at Summer League just last week. Kyle Lowry, the most accomplished Raptor in franchise history, spent nine seasons in Toronto. He'll make his first return as a former player February 3rd when the Heat head up north. You'll see that game on TNT at 7.30 Eastern time. No surprise, Kevin Durant and the Nets are all over the national schedule, including center court right here on NBA TV. The first of those, October 25th, Monday night, 7.30 Eastern time when the Nets meet the New York Wizards. Among the other must-watches on our schedule, the Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball, and the up-and-coming Hornets in L.A. to meet the Lakers November 8th. The Champs and Mavericks December 23rd. Zion and the Pels in L.A. for a head-to-head -head with the Lakers April 1st. No fooling. And the Lakers and Western Conference champion Suns get together on April 5th. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks, likewise, big part of the national schedule, starting NBA on TNT, opening week presented by Kia. They'll meet the Hawks on October 21st. Doncic, fresh from a massive contract extension and leading tiny Slovenia to a fourth-place finish. In the Olympics, Mavs and Hawks start off the doubleheader. Then it's the Clippers and Warriors, followed by inside the NBA. The league's first regular season game was played on November 1st, 1946, between the New York Knicks and the Toronto Huskies. 75 years to the day, November 1st, 2021, the Knicks will play the Raptors on NBA TV. In mid-December, the three franchises that have played in every NBA season the Knicks, the Celtics, and the Warriors will play each other across the league's television partners. The Warriors will play the Knicks on December 14th on TNT. The Warriors will play the Celtics on ESPN December 17th. And the Knicks will play the Celtics the next night on NBA TV. In another milestone moment, the Lakers will host the Hawks on January 7th, the 50th anniversary of L.A. defeating Atlanta for the Lakers' 33rd consecutive victory still the longest winning streak in NBA history. On Christmas Day, the Hawks and Knicks will start an ABC quadruple header followed by the Celtics at Bucks, Warriors at Suns, and Nets at Lakers. The night wraps up on ESPN with the Mavs at the Jazz. While we wait for the start of the new season, Los Angeles and basketball play roles in the latest 30 for 30 podcast from ESPN Films and ESPN Audio in association with The Undefeated. On Monday, August 23rd, all four episodes of the audio documentary The King of Crenshaw will debut. Focusing on how the life, death, and legacy of the late Nipsey Hussle impacted the sports world, ESPN says the series will examine how that overlap of black male creativity 
talent, and ambition will forever live on in Nipsey's responsibility to his neighborhood and how NBA players vow to continue Hustle's marathon moving forward. Hosted by the undefeated senior culture and sports writer Justin Tinsley, you'll hear from two-time NBA All-Star Isaiah Thomas and four-time All-Stars DeMar DeRozan and DeMarcus Cousins. Here's a trailer for ESPN's 30 for 30 podcast, The King of Crenshaw. I pull up to the arena. I get a phone call from one of my best friends. He like, man, they done killed Nip. I'm like, what? On March 31st, 2019, Nipsey Hussle was gunned down outside his Marathon clothing store. For many, Nipsey was a rapper from South Los Angeles. But really, he was so much more than that. Entrepreneur, gang member, activist, philanthropist, And for a generation of young black men who became NBA All-Stars, Nipsey Hussle was a friend and an inspiration. I leaned on his music during my dopest times, during my darkest times. Nip was my superhero. I can say the only guys I've really had in my generation was Barack Obama and Nip. NBA players vibed with Nipsey's never give up mentality, what he called the marathon. I've noticed that specifically athletes react to, to the message. And then also I think like, you know, they come from the same environment. They going through the same struggle. We was both grinding in different fields and, you know, just trying to get to the top with no handouts. Hustle and motivate. I mean, if that ain't like the ethos of being an elite athlete, I don't know what is. It really does feel that it's connected to how hard you've got to hustle if you're an athlete or if you're a rapper. But it wasn't just about what Nipsey said. It was about what he did for his people and his community. Opening businesses and bringing economic opportunity to South LA. It was always a constant conversation of how can we motivate? How can we inspire the next set of guys that didn't have nobody? In the NBA, many players were looking at like, well, how do I extend the pedestal that I have? How do I take this platform and do something with it? We need a model for it. And Nipsey was right there with that model. He did the thing that we all say that we're going to do. You don't see a lot of people who then stay in the community and also try to build it at the same time. It's going to be impossible to talk about the history of South LA and not at all mention Nip. I don't even know if he realized how big he was, if he realized how many people related to what he was speaking on, how many people he inspired. I think he left us a blueprint for what worthiness looks like. You know, life is really a marathon. From 30 for 30 podcasts and the undefeated, this is the King of Crenshaw. I'm Justin Tinsley, senior reporter for the undefeated. In this four-part series, I explore the intersection of hip-hop, basketball, the shared experiences of Black men in America, and why Nipsey's tragic death left a hole in the hearts of his fans and friends, but also left them a game plan to keep going. Coming August 23rd. 30 for 30 podcasts can be found on SiriusXM, Pandora, Stitcher, the ESPN app, and wherever podcasts are available. Beyond its national and regional TV partners and their apps, NBA League Pass will offer live out-of-market games through the NBA app, NBA.com, connected televisions, and TV providers. 
Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.